Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11, chapter 1, verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. It's belief where no one else believes. One playwright writes, believing is you white when your eyes tell you black. Dr. King says if you believe in it, don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there's goodness in all of us. There's goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. All right, today is the 5th of January, the first podcast for 2019. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year to everyone. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season, Christmas, Kwanzaa, um, you know, all, all of that good stuff, Festivus for the rest of us. Everybody know that? Sign <laughs> yes, up, that reference? yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a holiday. And, of course, a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> um, and we're going to jump into I Am, and it's going to be a bunch of um, – there are a bunch of other verses that deals with I am, and uh, so we're going to be talking about that. But first, uh, we'll all open us up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We love you so much, and we thank you for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning, this first Saturday in 2019. We hope and um, pray that this year will be a wonderful year, a fulfilling year, a year of growth for everyone, a year where we can handle all of the trials and tribulations that this year will hand to us. Uh, we, we thank you for giving us the foundation of your word and your love. And we ask that we grow in your word and we grow in your love and that everything that we say and we do is built on the foundation of the love that you have for us. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh, that's beautiful. Amen. 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 Gosh, you're so alive this morning. <laughs> I'm barely, like, here. We're barely there. Me and are barely there. varying <laughs> degrees of consciousness. Yeah, very, it's, it's very, very windy out in the, in the outside, and so I took a bike ride Lustry. to go to Starbucks, and so, you know, that'll invigorate someone. <laughs> so I inspiring am. us all, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so speaking of inspiration, Deb, you've inspired us with uh, I Am. Yeah. A bunch of Bible verses. So let me tell you how this came about, because mm-hmm. I know you guys are like, why did you pick all these weird things? So I was helping a young student um, do some character analysis. Mm. And when you're looking at a script, or generally, you look at what other people say about a character, and you look about at things that the character says about themselves to inform the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, a lot of, I know a lot about what people say about Jesus. <laughs> you know, like, okay. but what did they say? What, did, what does God say about himself? And so I started thinking about the I am, and it's like everywhere in the Bible, like I am this, I am that, in all these different aspects. And so I wanted to, so I did a little, you know, Googling, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I found this list of 35 quotes from the Bible that had the phrase I am. And I'm sure that's not all of them. No, it's not. Yeah. But, but um, yeah. just some of the ways that God is trying to tell us about himself and to bring us closer to him and to inspire us. So I asked you guys, which of these 35 quotes mm-hmm. did is, spoke to you? Well, yeah, I, I, I really liked, I liked that they, whoever put this together, I mean, you put it together, but you... Well, no, no, someone else did. Uh, but I love the fact that they're all kind of together in, in this kind of, uh, it seems like random, but it, mm-hmm. I started looking at it as a whole. Yeah, instead of just taking it apart immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, because there's certain, like, I, I think I mentioned in YouTube, I love, I love the, the, the quotes from John. Yep. Because those just, those are fun. Mm-hmm. And this is from the Counting My Blessings Facebook page. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I was looking at it on a whole, and I, I noticed a lot of things. You, you have a lot of I am quotes from God um, in kind of like, like pre- Christ, mm-hmm. and then you have the ones like, you know, mm-hmm. after, after the birth of Christ and, and beyond. Yeah, and I, I don't know why. I think I know we discussed this in the past. You know, like you know, Jesus says, "I am," or God said, "I am the Word," or Jesus said, "I am yeah. the Word," and and that was the Word, and the Word was the Lord, and all that. And then, but this kind of takes it into kind of like 
a different level. It was kind of like, okay, the word was law, and there were laws, and everybody obeyed the laws. You obeyed the laws, you were cool, and everything worked out, and God was appreciative and, and kind, and if you didn't, well, then the reverse <laughs> happened, you know. And, and But suddenly, you know, like, you come to, like, the birth of Christ, and, and this I am takes a whole different kind of meaning. Yeah, the Old Testament I am is very mysterious. It's very mysterious. I right? am that I am. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> it becomes a lot more, it, to me, it becomes a lot more, like, metaphysical beyond. It's kind of like, well, you know, forget the law. The law is great, but this is something bigger than the law. Mm-hmm. You know? That, yeah. It, so which one did you spoke to you? You said it before, uh, before we started recording. Oh gosh, I it's something about John. I gotta Here they are. I gotta find it. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I can, can like go this I way. Can jump in. Yeah, yeah. There were two that spoke to oh, me. Good. You know, when I thought about the I am, I was like, wow. You know, I need to. You know, it's, the one of the cool things about this podcast is like it's like being in school again. It's like <laughs> I've got to study and I've got to be ready and you know. Like you're the teacher, and you know I've got to, you know, uh, and all that stuff. We're, but, we're, we're traveling down this road together. Exactly, all of us together. But I thought about two things when, about the I am. Uh-huh. The verses that I have are John 18. Um, just like Craig, I was motivated by John. Basically, John 18 actually is not just one. It's like verses one through. This is the whole passage where Jesus is being arrested, and. Um, I think it begins, I'll begin in verse 4. Jesus, knowing that all of this is going to happen to him, the arrest, went out and asked them, Who is it that you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. I am he, Jesus said. And Jesus, the traitor, was standing there with him. When Jesus said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. And I can go on and on, but that's basically it. They were looking for Jesus. He says, I am. I am he. And although they wanted to arrest him, it is instinctively they just drew back and fell to the ground. I thought that was very powerful. So that was number one. Number two is actually Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah 41, uh, I'm sorry, chapter, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I thought that was very comforting. I mean, yeah. the, you know, the Old Testament can be very, I am the law, and, you know, if you don't do what I tell you to do, I'm going to smite you and, you know, destroy you. But this one, because when I thought about the the assignment, the I am, we talk, we think about I am, like what, you know, when God says I am, and when Jesus says I am. But what about us? I am. Mm-hmm. And what is our foundation? When I think about our New Year's resolutions and, uh, you know, what we want to accomplish, we're really trying to validate ourselves. We're trying to, you know, uplift ourselves and make us better than how we were last year. And that takes confidence, and it takes a strong foundation. And I think about my Christian foundation. When I am strong, when I realize that I am the child of God, I am a Christian, if I'm strong in that foundation, that's going to help me propel through what I have to go through. I'm so glad you got there because that's uh, that's kind of where I was headed. I was oh, like, okay, I'm sorry. God is talking about spoiler alert. Uh, no, that's <laughs> not a spoiler alert at all. Yeah. Because no, that's exactly where. Mm-hmm. Then it makes you think about what what about what am I? Yes. Yes. Am I a good Christian? Am mm-hmm. I trying? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, am I am I 55 or 56? Am <laughs> I <laughs> right? <laughs> I like living in my fantasy world. It's, 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 it suits me well. Yeah. Craig just gained a year of his life. Yeah, just gained a year. gets to start 55 over. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, off mic, we were talking about, I guess, uh, Google told Craig how old he is. There's an app, I guess, that so I needed to know. <laughs> you needed a reminder. How old are you physically, you know? Well, I said, how old am I? Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. What I like about the all the IMs, too, is that they're all these different. They're so different. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they are and they aren't. But, like, I am the bread and the life. Yeah. I am the resurrection. I I am that I am. I am the light. I'm the door. I'm the, I'm the shepherd. Mm-hmm. All of these different different aspects. Yeah. Well, did you find the one? Yeah. Or yeah. did it lock down? No, no, no. Oh. That's cool. Um, I, I like the one. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard it. Uh, the John 8, 12. Uh, John uh, Chapter 8, verse 12, I am the light of the world. The person who follows me will never live in darkness, but will have the light that gives life. Yep. 
It's just that was one of mine. Good. Just, I like it. That's just so optimistic. Yeah, right? and so kind of like you know, there's there's not a there's not a breath of despair in that. No. Not, yeah. Not not a hint of despair. Not a hint of worry. Mm-hmm. It's such it's such reassurance. Yeah. You know, and you're talking about Reg about like, which is what I dig. You know, we're you know where's God in the world, but where's God within myself? Yeah. You know, and and <clears throat> I guess to be to be um, to be filled with that kind of confidence, to be filled with that kind of hope, mm-hmm. is is something that. I think people have been trying to do for a long, long time. Sure, sure. It, it, it seems daunting, yeah. but you know there is a there is a reassurance when you kind of can go through these like you have Deb and families, and you just every single one is an affirmation. Yeah, of, yeah. of just like it's going to work out. Things are good. You know, I got your back. Yeah, there's a good <laughs> idea here. You know, you hang on to this. This is this is quality stuff you're hearing. You know, and stuff like that. You know, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's very reassuring to hear them all kind of compiled one after another. People should, I guess, we'll we'll attach that. Yeah, list. I'll post it. We'll post yeah. that list, and, and and so you can kind of see how like putting them all together really kind of like this. Wow. Yeah. And, and we've talked. I, li- I like the John eight twelve as well because we've talked about the analogy between light and darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had debates about is there evil or is there um, you know Satan or the devil. But I think um, sometimes when you think about being in the light or being you know a, a Christian. It's different between, you know, like I've talked about, sometimes I'll try to walk through my room with the lights off because I'm out of pride. It's like, I don't need to turn the lights on. Then I stump and hit, hit my toe or something, and I'm cursing the bed or something like that. But it's really just me. I just need to turn the light on, and I would have seen everything. And I think that's a wonderful analogy as to how we can be as human beings. If you live in the light of, of, of Christianity, if you choose to, you know, to be a Christian, now, you know, I don't want to assume that everyone listening is a Christian, but when you walk in the light of God, then you're acknowledging, I can't do it alone. I need help. You know, I need, you know, Jesus in my life. But if you're prideful and you say, well, you know, I don't need to pray. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. I compare it to walking like you're in the dark. In the dark. And if you, you know, things happen, you can blame other things or other elements. But really, you have to look at yourself, you know. I guess it was kind of interesting because last night I had dinner. I said I had dinner with the atheists. And I I had dinner with with three friends of mine. They're all atheists. They're all kind of like, you know, this is kind of how we feel. And, and you know, I I know that maybe, you know. They're atheists, not agnostic? No, no, they're, they're like, you know. I thought one of them was agnostic. I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, you know, anybody would might think like, oh, Craig, you must feel like a real oddball, or, or you can't mix with that. But there is so much commonality between just the kind of desires that they have, the kind of hopes and dreams that they have for themselves, for the world, the mm-hmm. kindness that these are. These are really kind people, lovely people, and just because they don't believe the same kind of idea that I do doesn't mean that they don't value the same kind of things that, you know, and, and look for the same kind of, you know, answers that we're looking for. And uh, and I find that just so wonderful, you know, in a way, because it's kind of like, I don't really feel like I have to kind of like evangelize, and they don't feel like they have to evangelize. And it was a really kind of a wonderful, peaceful, lovely dinner. Yeah. You know, with a lot of back and forth and a lot of kind of like this is what we hope for in the new year, and this is what we remember in the past. We have a lot of, we're talking about, these are friends of mine that I have a 30-year history with. So mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, so so it was it was, it was was really neat. And, the, and what I saw was, and I don't know whether it's just kind of because we're all of a certain age, mm-hmm. but there was a, a great deal of just letting go. Mm-hmm. You know, just like talking about, you know, all the kind of troubles and strifes and, Experiences we've had over over the years, and uh, and just an idea of just like letting go of that, you know, of of, of all that kind of like pent up unsure quality. Yeah. And, I, and I started thinking about that last night, thinking about what we were going to talk about today. And I thought, like, yeah, that is really cool. That is really cool. I mean, you know, these messages and we get them in a certain lens of Christianity. But mm-hmm. These messages go out to all kinds of people everywhere. All kinds of faiths, all kinds of wherever they are, 
mm-hmm. on on their spiritual journey. Yeah, you know, these are these are messages that hit hit like you know where everybody lives. And I and and you could take this and say it's from the you know all these quotes are from the Bible or whatever, and, and they have like this historical Christian context, but they seem more profound, you know, than that to me. Yeah, I don't know. They, yeah. they seem like they could just hit anywhere. Yeah, it's it's so cool that you can uh, talk to, because when I, I, I remember having the conversation with a friend of mine. This is actually an old high school friend of mine, and she said she was agnostic. And for those who don't know, atheists say they do not believe in God. They're absolutely certain they don't believe in God. Agnostics like I just don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Or they believe don't. in God and they don't believe in you, like organized religion. Oh, I see. I always told, always told the agnostic means kind of you're searching. You're searching. You're on a furtive search. Right, that's what I thought. But you have no kind of like sincere, yeah, heartfelt commitment. They sort of want proof, you know. <laughs> um, but in any case, I remember having a conversation with her. And, you know, a lot of people who are agnostic or whatever, they sort of run away from those who say they're Christian or, you know, have an absolute belief because they don't want to be preached to. They don't want to be proselytized. Is that, I think I'm sitting the word right. And you have this friendship. For 30 years, uh, you know, with these folks, and they know Craig isn't going to, you know, beat us over the head, you know, so that we're oh, no, that, uh, that's, you know, evildoers and all that sort of stuff. You know. And I think it's an important lesson for us Christians. And I've talked about this beforehand: how you can you can minister, you can, you know, you can evangelize without evangelizing. You don't have to hit people over the head, mm-hmm. you know, but your being, which yeah. goes back to the theme I have. Lead by example. Yeah, exactly, leading by example. So it sounds like the, from the quote that you first picked there, mm-hmm. that you you affili- you have an affinity for God as a protector. Absolutely. And a, and a guardian. <clears throat> and right. you have, and I'm looking, sorry, I'm turning right, right no, off. Fine. And I'm looking at Greg. Um, and you have an affinity for God as the light to lead the way. Yeah. To I, show, but, yeah. Yeah, I, I I, I got that from the from that quote. Yeah, very much. And uh, yeah, and, and sort of the light that illuminates beyond just my own particular what I can do in the world. You know, as a, I mean, I can only do so much. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, with you know what I believe and what I can you know kind of share. You know, but I believe that you know God gives me a light that kind of makes me kind of get beyond my own abilities and, and kind of like have a little boost yeah. to be able to see, oh, what's out there beyond. I find it interesting how, as I was saying before, like it's a little ambiguous in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. how how it gets more specific and more specific up to Christ's death, like more specific. Yeah. And in Revelations, mm-hmm. you know, it's even like this is your resurrection. It's Absolutely. very, very, it like gets very, very finite. And then I was thinking, when we think about ourselves, we start with generalizations, you know, like, I am a woman. Mm-hmm. I am a Filipino-American woman. Sure. I am yeah. a middle-aged woman. Yeah. And then um, I don't know if any of you saw the photos of our new um, congressional uh, oh, that's right. members. Oh, yeah, Members of the House, yeah. And uh, there are many new congresswomen mm-hmm. who were like, I am an um, American Indian, and yeah. I'm going to wear this garb. Or yeah. Muslim. Or yeah. Muslim, yes, right. she wore she wore that. And then there was one woman who had been told, one of our justices had been told not to wear red nail polish. Oh, interesting. Sort of my aura. And she does it anyway. Cool. And so this woman was like, I'm wearing my hoop earrings and my red nail yeah. polish. Well, that was Alexandria, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know, was told, well, we found a video of you dancing. And she responded by posting another video of her dancing. It's like, um, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to dance. <laughs> right, right. I wasn't aware that was part of the job. Like, the like, yeah. I, I'd like to piggyback on, on what you're saying. One of the first conversations my dad ever said was, you know, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Reg Clay Jr. You know, what are you? No, no, no. You need to know as you go out into the world, as you go to college, to establish who you are. Because the more definitively you can answer who you are the better you're going to be out there. Because I think about, especially teenagers and young adults, you know, like when we ask these questions like who I am, it's often in generalization terms. And if it's too generalized, you can be pushed anywhere. You can do a job. I mean, like, you know, there are people who join, you know, they join a corporation. I was like, wow, I got hired. And all of a sudden, that becomes your identity. Well, I work for Starbucks or I work for IBM or something like that. That becomes your identity. 
lot of people do it in relationships. Well, I'm Jenny's boyfriend or whatever, and they can become consumed by that. And that can be a danger, you know, if you're not specific in addressing who you are. And it can change through the years, you know. And should. And should. <laughs> For the better. For the better. Um, so, yeah, and no, I totally agree. I, there's an article. I'm not going to get too deep into the article, but basically ERs are flooded with mentally ill patients with no place to turn. It basically talks about how the mental, I, I guess, you know, there's so many people who go through, you know, either suicides or other issues, a lot of times not knowing who you really are and being conflicted. And they go instead of to a proper facility, they just go to the ER unit who are not prepared to deal with these people. Yeah, a lot of them don't have psychiatric staff. Yeah. And I know you work in that field, Jen, um, where you, um, I think, was it pharmaceuticals? Or? Um, I work in, I, I'm a healthcare operations consultant. Right, exactly. So I think, and as I've gone through the years, I've been more finite in who I am. Like, um, that was really good advice you got there. My dad's yeah, great, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Through the years, you know, there are times he gives me advice, and at the age of 18, 19, I'm like, uh, I don't know. But I, like, keep it in my proverbial refrigerator, freezer, and I'll thaw it out. Like, it's 25, okay, what was dad talking about? And then I'm like, okay. And I've narrowed it down, you know, like, first and foremost, I'm a child of God. I'm a Christian. Secondly, I'm an individual. Thirdly, I'm a, I'm a clay. I'm of my family. Fourth, I'm a black man, and five, I'm American, and that's the that's the order. I mean, that's my personal list, and I've had this list in the back of my mind for a long time. And if one tries to supersede over another, you know, like some of the challenges my Americanism, but it conflicts with my individuality, that's a problem. That's why my individuality comes first, but not before my Christianity. Mm-hmm. But that's me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm just thinking about all your <laughs> But nice. that's, I mean, have you, I mean, have you thought about that or like, have you been in a situation or dealt with people who really don't know who they are? Oh, or totally. Yeah. You know, totally. Yeah. yeah. I've been, I've been. I feel like I deal with those kind of people every day. Oh, I've, I've, I have, I've, I've, I've been quite confused myself. Mm-hmm. You know, over the years. And then I, you know, like, it was all about like, well, what do you want, Craig? What do you want? Like, I, I, I have no desire. I just want to, I just want to hang on and, you know. Survive whatever, sure. You know, and uh, no, I've got I've seen in the last in the last uh, year, I'd have to say, you know, it, I've I've kind of had to face that, who am I, kind of thing, really in a profound way, and uh, and it's and it's led to nothing but pretty favorable, um, optimistic thoughts and. <clears throat> And views, and uh, <clears throat> I, mean, I guess that's why I picked the John too, because it's like I can see that. I can see, you know, right now where I'm at. Um, even though Google says I'm not 55, I will be. Uh, <laughs> no, but I can see that. I can see um, how my life can be filled with joy, and how I can translate that, mm-hmm. and not just you know, be the beneficiary of it, but actually benefit, you know, the whole other world out there, which is kind of what I, how I want to spend the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, I, I want to spend the rest of my life in some kind of service, mm-hmm. you know, towards others. Because, you know, I've had a good time, you know, playing around when I was 20, 30. And, sure. You know, making my, you know, making my own, like, happiness, whatever you call it. And then I spent the next 20 years kind of like, you know, working for the man, making money for other people. Mm-hmm. And now I'd like to spend the last part of, of my life here, mm-hmm. you know, in this world, uh, being, having the strength to help others. Nice. You know, I just want that, you know, because it kind of like, it sustains me, you know. It's, it, it really makes me feel good, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. So, but you know, now I'm kind of seeing like, oh my God, I'm actually going to be in a place where I could do that. Yeah. You know, it's not just an idea. Yeah. It's something I can actually kind of get my head around and go like, oh wow, that's really going to yeah. happen. That's really going to happen. And you know what's yeah. interesting? Knowing who you are also defines what you are not. And oh, sometimes you're like reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There you go. <laughs> but you know, you have to let go of some things. And sometimes that can be a very painful thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I was younger, and also the friends that I used to have, um, 
it's amazing how sometimes we can allow other things or other organizations or other people sort of put us in a box or define us. Or let's say we're so insecure that we attach ourselves to other things. Like, well, this is this thing is greater than me or this thing. Like, I remember working in Forbes magazine and telling my family, I work for Forbes. I'm a Forbes man. Like, that defines me. That's cool. And after a year, I was gone. <laughs> oh, no. Well, they're ultra-conservative. And, you know, they're so you redefined yourself. So I redefined myself and continued to redefine myself. You know, for a while, I was like, nope, I'm not doing theater at all. And through the 90s, I didn't do any theater at all. And then I jumped back in. I was like, hey, I'm an actor. Didn't do any, any really writing or anything like that. And now, now I'm like, okay, now I'm going to get seriously into writing. So it, you're always tweaking yourselves. But there's danger in attaching yourself to something or someone. I mean, I read in the newspapers about people who, you know, like, I'm, I'm a family man, and my family is everything. And my wife and I, we're going to stay together forever. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's over. And you hear horrible stories about, you know, like mass suicides or, you know, just gruesome things because they've, they've attached themselves to one particular thing, or I had a friend of mine who, you know, she was so happy that she had a job, and she bonded with her co-workers, and, hey, these are my family, mm-hmm. and they cut her, not because she was a horrible person or whatever, but, you know, the finances, yeah. so you have to be very careful about how you, who you, what, how you define yourself. Well, it's interesting that you went to the, uh, what I have not, because I was, you know, when I was contemplating all this, mm-hmm. And looking at the verses, and I was thinking, also, I went to what am I? And then I immediately, it was easier for me to go to what am I not Mm -hmm. than what I, than trying to articulate what I am. (laughs) So that was kind of, that was why when you said that, I was like, oh, that's kind of where I'm stuck right now. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes it means letting go, you know, sometimes telling things or people or whatever. Like, there's a couple of co-workers who are leaving their jobs to move on to other things because although we have, you know, very cohesive and wonderful environment, they were like, hey, you know, I've hit, you know, the the one thing and I've got to move on to other things. And, you know, there are folks who work. I had a friend of mine who worked at IBM. Um, He was an actually, so I was 25 years old. I was working for a federal government agency, and he, we were in cubicles. And this guy was like 70 years old. And he had been working for IBM, Big Blue, for like 30, 40 years before they cut him because uh, IBM, you know, the PC market and Compaq and Dell, I don't want to get into, you know, technology, but basically IBM fell off a cliff in the 90s and they let a lot of folks go. And he was like, you know, I thought that I would be an IBM man forever (laughs) for my entire life. And now he's sitting in a cubicle, 70 year olds next to a 25 year old. And that just hit me, you know. I mean, we were, we were good friends, and he was very honest enough to express that to me. But it's amazing how you attach yourself to something, and you think, these folks are going to be just as loyal as I am to them. Crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, two of the quotes that really, first of all, a lot of these quotes make me think of songs. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of hymns that are based on mm-hmm. these. Yeah. I, I cannot get Amy Grant's El Shaddai out of my mind at all. <laughs> um, yeah. And then this other song that used to be sung at my church on, on Reese Air Force Base, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will never die. Yeah. And, th- and I apologize to all the listeners for that rendition. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that was that's one of the quotes that always sticks with me. Jesus said to her, I'm the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will have life even after they die. Mm. John eleven twenty five. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I've had a lot of sh- struggles, or I've struggled, and every time I've been in a dark place, I think about that. Verse. that. Yeah. Um, and then kind of in the guardianship path as well, um, this is from Revelations mm. 1, 8. Um, and, and everyone's probably heard this before. The Lord God says... I am the Alpha, and I am the Omega. I am the one who is and was and is coming. Mm -hmm. I am the Almighty. Mm, Yeah. And it speaks to, like, you know, it's who is, was, and is coming. Yeah, that's right. And we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that before. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for some reason, these two really comfort me. Mm. Um, Yeah, I I like that, too. I like that. I mean, it makes you think big thoughts. The alpha and my you know, Yeah, I am. I'm on the past, present, future. I am like all time. Yeah. yeah. Wrap that around your head. Yeah. It's, it's kind of impossible for us humans to kind of like really get 
more than just a piece of that. I mean, we're so dealing with external as far as identifying happiness. And, you know, you look at these old ones and you see a lot of, you know, God saying, I am not those statues. I am not the pyramid. I am not the temple. I am not these visual manifestations of what you created to explain me. I'm bigger than that. You can't wrap your yeah. you can you can build a statue or a or an idol or a pyramid or a temple and say like okay this is what God's about everybody gather around and look at it you know <laughs> yeah. and and understand like when you see this temple when you see this church when you see this cross when you see this you know picture of a saint that's God okay got it got it you're seeing it and and we need that so much to kind of like look at things and sort of just kind of like. Okay, well, that's external, and that affects me, and I can see it. But, you know, here you've got this quote, Alpha, Omega, I'm resurrection, I'm the death, I'm the life, I'm the, I'm the beyond, I'm the past, present, future. And it's so hard for us to wrap our heads around that. It's big. Mm-hmm. It's a big damn concept. But, but if you can <laughs> accept that as a truth, mm-hmm. you have so many possibilities, right? Yeah. Well, you, you, have, have, you so, have something so beyond many. external happiness, yeah. Yeah. beyond reaching for ideas outside yourself to kind of like, okay, go to affirm what life is and what, you know, what goodness is or Christianity or whatever. Yeah. You know, you have something beyond that. You have something joy. You have absolute interior joy. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and it may just happen for an instant, maybe Mm -hmm. fleeting, maybe just inspiring enough to kind of like, go like, okay, today I'm going to do something really cool, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, I, I really like that God is inspiring all of us. Mm-hmm. I want to circle back to Moses. So, you know, we've talked kind of about this before. If a miracle happened in front of us, we wouldn't know or we would be freaked out. Freak out yeah. Like, so this, we all know the story of Moses, listeners, the burning bush mm-hmm. um, on the mountain. First of all, I think we've talk, touched that we would be terrified mm-hmm. if a bush <laughs> talked to us. Yeah. Yes. But then when you're like, what's going on? And the bush <laughs> says, I am that I am. Yeah. Like, I would probably be like, shut up and walk away. <laughs> I'd be like, this is a stupid joke. i got to get out of here. Yeah. This is too much. Yeah, that was the very, very first podcast we ever did. We did it. Yeah. And we talked about how Moses was very timid and, you know, first unbelieving, but also not only unbelieving of God, like, oh, come on, you're not I am, but unbelieving of, of himself. himself. Yeah. Like, you want me to go to Egypt? And do all the stuff, but I, I don't know how to do all the stuff. I'm an introvert. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> right, exactly. But when God comes to you, you know, He points to you like a coach. You're in. Well, and all these I am's are saying that. Yeah. You're in. I got your back. I'm your coach. I'm your light. Yeah. Follow me. We were talking two weeks about how the angel came to Mary. Yeah. So, like, oh, you're it. <clears throat> and she was like, uh, I don't think I have the skill set. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a woman. You can birth a child. You're yeah. good. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. There is one thing on the I am that I want to riff on. Yeah. And uh, that's, um, what am I looking at? John the garden. <laughs> well, Jesus being arrested. Yeah. And I'm fascinated that the Pharisees were looking for Jesus. They were committed to arresting him. Yet in that verse 5, no, I'm sorry, verse 6. When Jesus says, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. And I'm fascinated by that. There are a lot of folks who say, well, I'm looking for Jesus. Or, you know, I'm, I'm one, I want to bring Jesus into my life. And there are some young Christians, or let's say agnostics, or, you know, let's say those who are looking for something in their lives. And they approach something Christ-like, or they approach a, a moment where Jesus points at you and says, you're it. <laughs> I am and you are, and this is what I need for you to do. Right. How many times do we draw back and fall to the ground? How many times are we sometimes not ready? You know, we say that we are ready to do what God wants us to do. But when the time comes, we, you know, stutter a bit. Well, I, think, I, I think it happens more than, mm-hmm. more than not. Yeah. Uh, but the opportunity never goes away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 I guess the thought that pops in my mind is, you know, be careful what you ask for. If you're seeking Christ, you'll find him, and are you ready? You know, and, and it's, it's the sort of, you know, 
and it's the building of the foundation. You know, there, there's some folks who, um, and I think we've talked about this before, where we've been called to do something, and let's say we, we faltered. But that doesn't mean that we, you know, it's, it's a learning lesson. You know, as, as Christian, we're growing. And so we may falter once, but we'll, we'll have an opportunity to do it again. Let's say a friend needs our help. There was time earlier this this um, last year, Craig, where you had called me and you're like, "Hey, let's hang out," and I was like, "Yeah, hey, I'm busy," and I was I and I said to myself later on, "I should have been there. I should I should have answered that. I should have you know." Well, that's um, okay. We all we're we're all going to need that help. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the things that you know that's helped me is 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 this fellowship with you guys. Yeah, and even even us three doing this uh, weekly provides such a. Um, Strength mm-hmm. for me, yeah. And I feel like okay. And then same same thing when I'm like serving a church. It's kind of like, you know, I, I'm there to kind of like, you know, receive a little backup yeah. so that I won't be struck down and fall on my ass, you know, because you know I can't really deal with the reality mm-hmm. of God telling me, okay, Craig, now you have to do this, you know, or, mm-hmm. or now you really should do this and take care of yourself and take care of this. You know these other folks, and you know, stop, stop procrastinating and stop trying to look away. Mm-hmm. And but it's this fellowship that kind of like buffets me and gives me that kind of strength. And and I think if we, you know, even the dinner last night with the with the atheists, it's it's like this is important. Yeah. This, I mean, they don't maybe they don't see it the way I see it, but I I, I was just sitting there with a smile on my face, going, "This is God's work. I love it. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I love it because you know we're brought together beyond you know uh, our needing to kind of like you know create some kind of um, you know you know communication mm-hmm. about religion or what's or what what people should believe or not. We were just there, just being you know loving toward each other. Mm-hmm. And it was just as simple as that. Yeah. And necessary. And everyone, I think everyone at the table felt exactly this is where exactly we need to be right now. No, it's awesome. Which is, so, which is totally, yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think God was speaking through you. I mean, you didn't nail them over the head. Hey, this is what you need to do. But just the fact that you were there for them and you are a Christian, not hitting them over the head, I'm sure it changes their perspective. Well, even a little bit. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it was about change. It was just about like moving forward. Yeah. Which I guess is change. Having a conversation, but just like just being together, just being together. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you were talking, mentioning about like the all the all the different stripes of uh, of women. You know, yeah, being yeah. being uh, confirmed in, into Congress. Yeah. And how? Mm-hmm. What a new palette. What a new face. What a new expression. You know, I, I think there was one, uh, there was an atheist bisexual who swore yeah. on a law book. Right on. Oh, right on. Pence, I don't know how, he, I guess he had to shake <laughs> her hand or something. You know? <laughs> and, yeah, and uh, yeah, all, all I can say was, oh, hell yes. Because, mm-hmm. you know, this is the American test. This is it. They're, they're, they're doing we're, what they need to do. We are, yeah. all, we are all in this together. Yeah, we're all, and, you know, all Americans. All of us. And, and, and it's not about, like, you've got to believe what i got to believe or i got to change your idea or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, we all got to be able to just sit together. And we all got to be able to look at each other. And we all got to be able to love each other. Yeah. And that's why we're here. Yeah. I was, you know. Yeah, I was listening to the story on NPR yesterday about con- the congressional um, mm-hmm. Makeup and faith, yeah. and apparently one in four Americans, only one in four Americans are Christian. Mm-hmm. And then um, in in Congress and in the Senate, um, the majority of leaders do not call out an affiliation. Interesting. Well, I'm sure this in the Democrat. I doubt any Republican. But, that, but that's new for this year. Like okay. it used to be more Christian. Yeah. And this year it's more they don't they don't want to label. Yeah themselves but i think in the past like Mm -hmm. a lot of um, politicians feel like they have to be in a church in order to get votes yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. and i've talked about the fourth grade awakening and how politics and religion got mixed in Mm -hmm. and i think when i when it's my turn it'll be the week after next i'll touch a little bit on that because there's a washington post article that talked about evangelicals and trump and what do you mean the week after next you're always after me well, when I stepped in last week. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So it's going to be Craig's time next time. But there's an article in the Post about how there's an unholy alliance between the evangelicals and Trump, especially Jerry Falwell <laughs> Jr. 
I won't touch on that right now. <laughs> but, you know, when, when Christ, when, when there's a time in our lives where Christ will point to you, I don't know how it'll happen. It'll be, you know, someone will need help. I talked about how earlier last year, some, there was one in a person in a wheelchair who was stuck in the train track. Oh, yeah. um, and I, you know, helped them out. Luckily, the train wasn't coming, but, you know, I stopped and, and helped them out. But there'll be a time in anyone's lives where someone points to you and say, hey, you're ready. And when we say I am, or when we talk about God and Jesus saying I am, and if we talk about our foundation, I am also means, you know, who you are defines what you do. You know, as your job title, Deb, you know, at your job, when you say I am, you know, the coordinator uh, of what you do, yeah. they're like, oh, so you're the person I go to for this and that and the other. You're the person I complain to. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck, struck by your phrase, I am ready. I think that's a good one for everyone. Yeah. Can you can you say that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are you ready for? Yeah, and, and the stronger your foundation is, the stronger you know who you are, then the more capable you're saying, I am ready. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter who you are, I'm a Christian, I'm a paralegal, I'm a black man, I'm a, I'm a this, I'm a that. You know, when you can confidently say, this is who I am, this is what I can do, I'm a Christian, I'm ready for you, Jesus, I'm ready to, you know, do whatever you need for me to do. I'm ready to live in the light, to stay in the light. So, I'm ready to be the light. Exactly. And so that's the other thing I was thinking about, too, is like, if God is telling us all of the, and Jesus are telling us all of these things that they are, Mm -hmm. and we are, we exemplify them, then how do we match the phrase, you know, the phrases that they've called out? How are we a light? How are we a door? How, how are we a shepherd? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think critics showed that, you yeah. know, like in the conversation you had, you know, you had a nice long conversation where just by being who you are, mm-hmm. showed them, hey, I can be a Christian without, you know, being fundamentalist or, you know, being a, a you know, aggressive. Bible as we yeah. used to say. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's just so much more commonality than, than and this is, this is like, I, like we said from the very beginning, uh, this is the filter we choose to live our lives with. We choose to talk about, you know, the Word of God because it's it's interesting, it's fulfilling, it, it provides us with a lot of interesting questions and answers, and and we and we seek that as kind of like intellectual and emotional and spiritual strength throughout our lives, and that just happens to be what's going on with with Deb and and Reg and, and me at the moment. That's yeah. that's what's going on. Yeah, and it works. It works to the extent that it's. I got no complaints. I think it's. I think it's a beautiful thing, <laughs> it's, and, it, and it's doing really good things for me and, and 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 in my life, and good things for others. And that's not to say that it's exclusive at all. You know, we, you know, I'll, I'll I'll sit around, you know, and then talk about fantasies with my and dreams mm-hmm. and other adult topics with my friends mm-hmm. and. Uh, and those are all legit too. Yeah, you know those are all legit. Um, you know, I think when I, th- I think when we do, you know, you know, converse with lots of different people uh, and get different answers, like challenging answers, or you know, mm-hmm. it only works to benefit. Yeah. You know? Like I think about you, Deb, and you helping out your friends. You've told us throughout the podcast last year how friends would come to you and say, "Hey, I need help. I need a place to stay." Um, I need someone to listen to me. And sometimes, you know, you've had to bear a cross for that because you're internalizing, you know, what they're going through. Sometimes you care for them more than they care for themselves. It's true. I actually just had this conversation with my friend Becca about the friend that was staying with me Mm -hmm. who needed some mental help. Yeah. And and she was like, you did everything you could. Yep. Everything you possibly could. As a Christian should because, you know. Talk, talk about I People have to stand up, too, and say they, they have to take their part, too. You can only help people so far. You can well, only sure. facilitate. Yeah. But, I mean, they're extremes. You know, you could have said, oh, hell no, I'm not dealing, I'm not dealing with that guy. That guy's toxic, which means, you know, you sort of invalidate, you know, your role as, um, as I would think, a good Christian. And then you can enable. You can continue, 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 just let someone abuse you. So there are houses. Well, you know, I mean, all you can do is kind of like plant the seed, which, I, you know, you may think like, you know, whatever you did, you did, did, it's over. Mm-hmm. It's not over. That person is, is 
is going to have to reconcile about whatever events did or did not take place. But it's also, you know, I know if it were me, you know, I might not be very grateful or demonstrative in, in, in you know, in, in improving whatever situation I was, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it was beyond me, but the fact you did what you did, if it were me, would have planted a seed in my mind on down the line when I was weaker or stronger or different, because things change. I mean, you know, you can always go further south or you can always lift up a little bit, yeah. but, um, but that would, I'd remember that. And, you know, hey, that person did that for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. And it, it, I would hang on to that. Yeah. I mean, it would actually be a real rung in the ladder, mm-hmm. whether or not I used it at that time or much later. Thank you for saying that. Well, it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's really true. Don't think that the actions you did are in vain. Yeah. Never are they in vain. Yeah. And I would say they don't have to be strong or bold actions, like no. getting somebody a, a cup of tea or, you know, mm-hmm. could be the thing that they needed to hold on to today. Yeah. All of us, I think, this past year, 2018, we played the part of enabling or sort of in the name of love, giving a little more than what we were willing to give. Like, I didn't want to mention this, but just this past Christmas season, I told you that my Indian friend <laughs> who I visited, she was like, oh, I need some money. You know, I, I need a little help. And I was like, you know, I'm going to pray for you, <laughs> but um, I can't do it this This time. is the help that I can give. Exactly. Yeah. Which was tough because, needless to say, I wanted to. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, I've had to take ownership of some different behaviors as well. It's sure. not for... Um, not for the sake of, like, you know, mm-hmm. teaching someone lesson or something like that, but just for the sake of redefining, um, you know, what that giving is. Mm-hmm. Is it just to make me feel better? Yeah. Or is am I giving because I feel guilty or I feel embarrassed for this other person's behavior or I feel guilty or embarrassed for my past behavior? You know, I have to rethink that and go, like, now, what is the real reason for giving? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's tough sometimes because I, I know you get in those patterns where it's like, oh, man, I'll just dig in my pocket because, hell, they know I will. Mm-hmm. You know, they know that's who I am and they can depend upon that and mm-hmm. so forth. And it's like, mm, you need a little, sometimes you need to be a little more judicious about it yeah. with yourself and go like, well, what is really giving? Yeah. You know, one thing that I've learned about all of us, you know, and sort of, you know, going through these podcasts we really are givers. I mean, I can tell the pain when we talk about how we interact with people and how we give, and we don't necessarily receive. I mean, not that there's supposed to be a quid pro quo, but we really do care. I mean, we shed tears. <laughs> I remember you shedding tears, and you've shed tears. You haven't seen me shed tears, and one of these days, you know, it'll happen. But sometimes I isolate myself. Sometimes I, you know, I'm very good at disappearing. I don't want to see it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but we care. You know, we really, and it's a part of our Christianity. I mean, we can talk about the Bible, but even when we don't talk about that, I can even tell that there is a giving. And I'm not patting each other you know, on our backs, but we really do care. And when we talk about I am, we really do have to talk about what we are not and let people know who we are. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. That's another aspect of the whole I am yeah. arc. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not only telling ourselves I am and redefining ourselves, but letting the world know, hey, this is who I am. Yes, absolutely. I am a Christian. I am this. I am that. But also, this is what I am not. Yeah. And this I is am. a good time of, of of our culture to think about these things as mm-hmm. we're thinking about renewal and, as you said, resurrection. And reconciliation. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what are those? The resolutions. Yeah. yeah. Reconciliation. Yeah. Like resurrections. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talked about this last week when we talked about reconciliation. Well, yeah. 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 Renewal. Yeah. yeah. So, so think about what aspect of God you're drawn to. Yeah. Um, and what aspect of God you can emulate in the world. Yeah. Um, how you can define your I am. Exactly. And how you can define your I am not. And how you can make sh- and broadcast those things. Believe it others. or not, when you're really clear with people yep. and, and clear with yourself about that and you, and you have the, uh, the strength, emotional strength and the spiritual strength to kind of go like, hey, hey man, I figured it out. This is who I am. And, and, and be able to say that with confidence and with strength. It's appreciated. Mm-hmm. 
it's really appreciated, you know? Because it, it kind of like, you know, it kind of says to the world, says to you, the world is like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's a strong, positive message. And sometimes it isn't appreciated because people want you to be something else. Yeah. But you sometimes you have to let them know, no, you may think that was who I am, but this is who I am. Well, it, whatever well, this is. I, I don't know. In my, you know, I yeah. mean, yeah. Uh, you're, right, you're right. There's no point. Yeah. There's no, there's no immediate reward or, right. or, no. or yeah. cookie, but. You know, I've got to say, just you know, it 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 does yield results. Absolutely, you know, yeah, absolutely, and it should, and it makes you feel better too. Yeah, TikTok, I got it. Oh I yes, it's time to go. I'm I'm put right. on so, it. so I'll post. I will actually look for the original post on their Facebook page to try yeah. to repost it on our page instead yeah. of posting all the screenshots that I yeah. have. Um, well, let's close that in prayer. Yeah. Um, oh, Joanne. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you once again for letting us all come together with your love and grace and fellowship, and the beauty of all the human beings here in this room and throughout the world, we, we continue to pray for our lives and the lives of others that we interact with and the lives of others that we hope will change your world into a better place, a heaven on earth. Thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, we say amen. 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 Fantastic. That was awesome. a wonderful one. Thank you. And here is my letter. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had horrible experience in the church, which have made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us. We're on Facebook, SoundCloud. That's where the podcast is. You can also uh, write us directly. I have a uh, Twitter and also Instagram account. You can find me, Reg Space Clay, and DL Carragher for Deb. And share what you feel. Don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible's been around for thousands of years, and even now, in the age of the Internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up your iTunes app, click on Store, go on the search engine on the upper right-hand side and search for you got to have faith and you'll find us. If you use Android, download the SoundCloud app or just go on SoundCloud.com. Search for us and you will find us. Thank you for listening. Thank you.